Welcome to the FinTen podcast about fintechs that takes 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Josh Herman, the interim CEO of CU Digital One. CU Digital One is a credit union service organization, or CUSO, and is a holding company focusing on three forward-looking verticals, blockchain, digital investment solutions, and artificial intelligence. For more information, connect with me on LinkedIn or send an email to info at cudigital1.com. That's I-N-F-O at cudigital1.com. And with that out of the way, I am I'm very excited about today's guest. Um, we have Kevin Hart, the founder and CEO of GreenCheck Verified. Um, I'll just do a quick intro here. Uh, Kevin brings four decades of enterprise software experience as part of his founding vision for GreenCheck. He has worked in the C-suite for a variety of software companies with global clients and partners, and he has led two companies to successful exits with publicly traded companies, as well as another to an IPO. With decades of experience at the helm of venture-backed companies, Kevin has brought together an unmatched team to help him lead GreenCheck to its leading position in the cannabis financial services market. Now, on a personal note, um, Kevin is one of the, the kindest people that I've met, um, and, and not to get too sentimental here, but when my son was born, I actually had a package from Kevin on the porch from him, and it, it was a blanket with uh, with my son's name embroidered on it. Um, and, and it's still a blanket that that sits in my son's room and is one that 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 we use with him often. So uh, very, very special. And, and Kevin's a, a very special person um, in, in my life. And with that intro out of the way, uh, welcome to the FinTen podcast, Kevin. Thanks, Josh. It's a privilege to be here with you. So we'll we'll with our goal here of keeping it to to ten minutes or less, we'll go through uh, some of some of the topics and some of the questions here. And I think, a lot of times you probably get asked about you know specific cannabis um, regulations and things like that, but I, I figured we'd take a different approach and and go the the fintech reg tech startup um, route here that that you've obviously successfully navigated. And I think one of the most important things um, for me um, when when I'm looking at a business is customer service. Um, and personally, I, I have no issue walking out or, or leaving a service if the customer service isn't great at all. Um, and that's something that that GreenCheck really focuses on well. Um, and when I ran the program, the ND program at Franklin with Credit Union, I had full trust that the Green Check team, um, when they were talking to our members, that that our brand was was in you know trusted hands. That was was in um, uh, hands that I could trust from a customer service side of things. Um, and, I, and I really felt like Green Check represented Franklin's brand very well. And so the question here is that something that you focused on? Do you do you just happen to hire the right people, or is it a combination of both? Well, it really is a combination of both, but you, you you have to you have to start with the ethos and you know the culture that you're looking to uh, portray in the industry and then deliver upon. Um, I learned a long time ago and across those four decades, I'm the old guy in in the industry up you know on on this side of the fence. Um, you know people remember three things when you're when you establish a partnership with a technology company did you do what you said when you said for the price that you said they don't remember features and functions they expect those things to work but those three things are are things that people hold on to um, and you literally you can't kick them out of somebody's head if you tried you know you told me you were going to do this it was going to happen then and this is how much it was going to cost and so those are the hallmarks of customer service because nothing that you ever start with from a relationship should remain static as well, you know, especially in the cannabis space and, and providing financial services to the cannabis industry. You can't find a more dynamic market. So if you don't start with those, those principles from the very beginning and then expound upon them, but keep coming back as touchstone, 
well, things just aren't going to work well. And so that is part of what we hire, what we try to uh, test for, not test as in a, you know, actual definition of the test, but understand how people approach it and understand what their touch points are going to be like for us and with our client base as part of the company and how they they expect to deliver against that. Wow, that's, those are great insights um, and, and it definitely shows um, in, in all the interactions that we've had. Um, so on the business side of things, I continually say that that people, when they're evaluating a vendor or an investment opportunity or something like that, they should not just look at the immediate offering. And so it's not it's not a it's not a static type thing. Uh, but they should consider a, a more robust and comprehensive roadmap. Um, and, and do you agree with that? Uh, with with the way that you've navigated Green Check and and your other firms, and and then how important is it to stay not just relevant but ahead of the curve? We always have to stay ahead of the curve. Um, so I mean, again, you know, founding principles. Um, tenants that you use, uh, the culture that you wanted to, to, to develop. Um, there's two key things that you know we focus on here, two different areas. One is you service to where you are, you sell to where you're going to be, and then you market to where you're going. And why those three buckets are very important. And again, part of the founding principles, when you establish that relationship, the very points that you talked about, you have to have that customer service you have to meet the customers where you are, but you have to constantly uh, continue to develop your solution and the industries, plural, in, in this case, that you're serving so that they know where you're going. But then you also have to market to where you're going to be for the bigger industry. You want, again, this is not a static environment that we're working in. Nothing can, in and around the banking world is static. Uh, that's for darn sure, especially with what you are all uh, putting together with the QSO. And so you have to you know, follow those three components. And then as part of that, you have to come back to, as part of those plans, what we call DRS internally. And without all three, you do not move forward. And that the uh, three uh, principles there are differentiation, relevance, and sustainability. And so, you know, you can talk about product differentiation, but is it really relevant? And is it relevant to the broader audience? It's not, it can't be just bespoke work that you have to do, especially as a platform provider. So that differentiation has to be present and it has to be future focused. Why is that relevant? Why is your approach relevant? And what is that, how does that lend itself to not only the differentiation, but the sustainability? Again, you know, you look at the space that we serve, you have the rules and regulations today of it could be at the city, county, or state level for a cannabis program, you know, Safer Banking Act, descheduling is coming, you know, what's the impact of that? You're going to look at interstate and international commerce. They're coming they're right on the heels here. And so you look at those things, you don't want to establish a partnership with somebody and then say, oh, they changed the rules, we're both out of business. Your program shut down, we're, we, we have to close. And so those three things coupled with how you're developing that from a timing perspective are critical. And that, that was why when we founded GreenCheck, we didn't write a single line of code for two years. We made sure that we were looking at it through those prisms and matching that to how the industry has been and will continue to evolve. That's incredible. And one of the things I, I 
I introduced in the last podcast was a I call it a fin ten fit fin teach moment um, where, where we learn from from who we're talking to. And the next question was going to be that, but when you started talking through there, I actually looked for a pen and paper here. Um, and and I I hope the the listeners rewind that back and listen to what you said as well. I think there's some incredibly good points um, that that need to be focused on in what you just talked about. Um, I know I know I'm going to rewind. Um, and, and listen back to, to what you said too, because there's some big takeaways there. Um, but we have we have just about a, a minute left here, um, and, and I, I want to get to to what I meant to be the fintech moment. Um, but I, I think there's a point in a fintech or a regtech where, where they transition from a startup looking to constantly raise funds and constantly improve in concept mode, kind of what you just talked about, and they transition to a legitimate offering and a heavy hitter in the industry, which which is what GreenCheck has done and has done very very well that i think is a case study for for everybody else out there um it, do you think that's a fair statement that that there is a transition that takes place and if so i mean it, if you can shed some light into what that transition transition actually looks like oh yeah there's there's absolute transitions and and they, you know they come at different stages it, you know in the old days again dating myself it used to be when you got to $100 million in revenue, and that, that's changed a lot. That number uh, isn't as important now as the viability and the sustainability of the company. So we all know from experience that uh, most startup companies fail. What's the number? 80, 90% of startup companies fail. And if you can get through two years and you don't manage to uh, annoy your investors and, and burn through you know ridiculous piles of cash, um, you know, you've got a good shot. So you know, that's the, that's the uh, difficult part. The hard part comes in scaling your company. And once you get past those, that two-year mark. And so uh, it's a different set of uh, challenges that you have to be able to navigate and to be able to optimize as you're continuing to grow the, grow the market, continuing to grow the com- your product set, but continuing to grow the company and that you service it. And so it's not about flashing the pan sales. It's not about instant gratification of a revenue and a contract. It's about back to sustainability. Sustainability not only has to do with how you approach the market, but how you how you manage your company. And so DRS goes multiple ways and you know works internally and externally. And again, those touchstones. So um, you know, I'm happy to report that, you know. We've navigated that well and we'll continue to do it. And I think the, the real summary point for a lot of that, at least for us, Josh, is one of the other things that we talk about internally all the time is we don't do stupid stuff. And so we don't chase flashy things. You know, we, we know we know what we're trying to do. We know what we need to do. And we stick to that exceptionally well. Wow. Yeah. Great insights. Um, and, and I'll say even if, um, a listener is not in the cannabis banking space, but you're in the fintech or reg tech space. Go give GreenCheck's um, social media accounts a following, and, and and you'll you'll pick up on a lot of what Kevin's talking about. But Kevin, we're, we're over the 10 minute mark, but I would be um, not doing my job if I didn't ask you at least one cannabis question here. Um, and, and a lot of times in the space, I mean, you know, back back when I was you know more involved in it at, at Frank with the Envy program, it was you know. What does what does the regulation look like in six months? What does it look like next year? What does it look like with with the next administration? But from your perspective, let's look ten years out from now. What what does the the cannabis banking space look like? I think we'll see a lot more normalization. I mean, ten years, holy cow! Um, I hope I'm alive in ten years, Josh. But I think we'll see uh, a lot more normalization. 
Uh, but I think we're going to see a lot more rules and regulations, not less. And, and the reason why I say that is when you start looking at interstate and international commerce, you know, the supply chain of commerce over the supply chain of the plant and managing that money and visibility into the money is going to become harder, not easier. And so technology is going to be required. I think as you start looking at cannabis banking, it's going to morph into other controlled substances. We're seeing those uh you know, those votes and that noise coming up with uh, the psychedelics, et cetera, at the state and federal level, um, even at the federal agency level, which is encouraging in some regards, very deeply concerning, troubling and others, depending on how they do it. Um, so I think you're going to see, you know, just as you have with pharma and alcohol and tobacco, uh, varying sets of rules and regulations, but there will be rules and regulation always. Awesome. Awesome insights. So how can people get a, get a hold of you, Kevin? Uh, you can go to my LinkedIn profile, Kevin Hart. Um, I'm in I'm easy as spot, but for the uh, white haired guy that looks old and <laughs> has been involved in technology for 40 years. Uh, and then of course, there's always greencheckverified.com and um, you know, visit our website and learn more about us. Awesome. Thank you again for, for coming on the FinTen podcast and to the listeners uh, feel free to give us a subscribe and we're excited about uh, next week's guest as well um, and thank you we'll talk to you then